0: My name is uh, Simon Dirango uh, from Kenya Medical Research Institute, Kilifi, Kenya. So today I'm going to talk about occupational health and safety in a research setting. So there's a huge burden in many resource poor countries in Africa and other parts. And uh, most of these countries they are gaining rapid achievements in, uh, uh, in biomedical research and science. Uh, The many clinical trials nowadays are being done uh, in Africa and this includes trials on malaria and HIV AIDS and other bacterial infections such as TB. So uh, clinical trials which are performed in countries which are different uh, from that of the sponsor may have some limitations in terms of resources and other health care inequalities. researchers must make sure that uh, when they conduct research in these uh, places, they should ensure that uh, they attain the best uh, uh, health and safety standards. So when you are working in a research uh, setting in biomedicine, there are various physical and chemical hazards that you may come across. There might be also other uh, hazards which are related to the, uh, the research protocol. And in some cases, some people might be allergic to chemicals which are used in some research laboratories. And you may also encounter some blood bone pathogens and diseases such as malaria, HIV AIDS, and hepatitis A, B, and C, or c And this one, you can acquire them in the, route, in the course of your work. So uh, it is important uh, to have a health and safety program in place and this will enable you to, uh, to recognize the hazards and risk and, and do risk assessment. And uh, if there are accidents, you need to find how ill health can be prevented. And this is for various reasons. One, for legal aspects, uh, then people have to be responsible, and that includes uh, the employer and the employee. So uh, we need to have occupational health in place, you do health assessment you also need to provide first aid and training and also fire safety uh, precautions and action in case of fire. Uh, If you have a a good, effective occupational health program in place, this is going to be important because it can reduce work-related injuries and illnesses, and this is going to lower medical care costs uh, for the employees uh, who may be participating in the study, And this will lead to savings uh, on limited resources. So you can uh, use those for other research uh, needs. And it is also going to improve the morale and productivity of the employees, and also reduce compensation compensation in case somebody is injured uh, during the study. You don't have to pay if you had good uh, uh, occupational health and safety programs in place. So there are several elements. Of an of an occupational health and safety program, and this include ma, uh, ma, a commitment by the management and employment employee involvement, workplace risk assessment, hazard prevention and control, and occupational health and safety training, and this must be part of the research program. It it should not be taken as if it's. Uh, something which is uh, separate from the routine uh, research so uh, for a successful occupational health and safety program there must be strong commitment from the administration uh, the second thing you have to implement sound uh, uh, strategies for implementing the occupational health and safety program and then you have to have effective coordination of the program because uh, you might be working with various people in the program and everybody should know uh, what is expected of them Uh, the management and the employee should have commitment and when management has commitment this is going to provide motivation and and resources employee involvement is going to allow the employee or the person who is working in the research uh, program uh, to develop and express commitment to occupational health and uh, safety. And these roles are complementary. They are not separate, so they have to work together. Uh, The other thing is that you've got to have uh, a health and safety policy uh, in place. Uh, This is going to state clearly uh, uh, what uh, what, uh, the workplace health and safety policy is, and then you have to establish and communicate a clear goal and ob- objective for the health and safety program to everybody so that everybody who is uh, in the research program knows what is expected of them. And then it is very important to involve top management uh, in implementing the program because if you don't do that, it's not likely to be successful. The, there is also a, the employee has a part to play in this. so you have to encourage the employees to get involved in the occupational health and safety program, and you also have to involve them in making decisions uh, that may affect their own health and safety at work. You also have to communicate this uh, responsibility for occupational health and safety programs, so you have to be clear who is responsible for what in uh, implementing the program. So uh, there are various roles and responsibilities. In occupational health and safety and the parties all the parties that are responsible for this uh, program must have necessary resources and these resources must come from the uh, administration and also as a researcher you have a part to play because in most of these places the, the countries have limited resources so as an investigator you have to be prepared to, uh, to contribute towards uh, uh, meeting some of the costs Occupational Health and Safety Programme operations must, must be refilled at regular intervals. So when you start the study, you need to identify what is required. And some of the studies take a long time, they might take two, three, four years. So you have to refill them along the way and find whether you need to revise them or you need to add something else. The principal investigators, in most cases, uh, these are the people who have the funds to do the research. They also have um, an important responsibility. It is their duty to ensure that uh, the occupational health and safety rules and regulations are complied with where they are doing the research. In some cases, the research is done in some uh, rural parts of the country, far away from the main research laboratory. So even those uh, satellite sites, you have a responsibility to ensure that uh, the work is conducted in a safe uh, manner so that the employees are not uh, exposed to unnecessary risks and the principal investigator must cooperate with the laboratory manager or uh, clinical site uh, manager or supervisor and the employees to ensure that they develop and implement uh, additional policies and procedures that may be needed to support uh, occupational health and safety programs in their research areas because in most cases the research is conducted in a big uh, laboratory or clinical setting, so you have specific duties as a PI to ensure that uh, uh, those uh, uh, policies are followed and specific ones are also implemented. Employees are responsible for day-to-day because as an employee you are the one who is uh, doing the work and you are the one who is exposed to the risk, so it is your duty as an employee to ensure that uh, you implement the occupational health and safety regulations as part of your work. This, is, don't, this, not, this should not be viewed as separate. At all employees having potential exposure to bloodborne pathogens and other uh, potential pathogens, they have to understand the risks uh, which they are exposed to. They should conduct those tasks in accordance with the practices which are outlined in standard operating procedures. And they should attend any courses or training sessions which are offered. And they should also practice good personal hygiene habits. So uh, we need to do a risk assessment and also hazard control. So what is the objective of an occupational health and safety uh, program? The main purpose or the key objective is to reduce to an acceptable accept- acceptable level, the risk associated with u- with using materials or systems that may inhe- may have inherent danger, like controlling or in- or eliminating the hazards. In some cases, it's not uh, possible to eliminate the risk. There will always be a risk uh, because if you are working in the in a clinical setting and you are re- dealing with the patients who might have uh, infectious disease. You cannot control that. You cannot uh, eliminate the risk completely, but you can control it. So that is what you have to aim for. For risk assessment, how do you do it? Risk assessment is important in that uh, it is the foundation for progressive occupational health and safety. So it is not one of the something which you have to do uh, on a routine basis. It is also important in selecting appropriate healthcare services for your staff, so uh, if you have some people who are working in your project or you in your clinical setting, you need to provide them uh, with medical care. And once you do this assessment, then you know what is required and wh- what you can avoid. So, what is risk? What is risk? Risk is the likelihood of a consequence. And what is risk assessment? It is a measure of the likelihood of a consequence. And is a way of defining and quantifying a hazard. So uh, you may ask yourself, when can I stop defining and quantifying hazards? It is a dynamic process. This is something which goes on and on, as long as you are involved in an activity, in a research setting. So you can never complete it. You have to do it all the time. Uh, And then you may ask, whose responsibility is it to identify hazards in the research or laboratory setting? The first thing we have said the principal investigator, thus uh, he has a duty to ensure that uh, uh, the occupational health and uh, risks and hazards are identified. Then the facility management, these uh, might be the people who uh, own the place or those ones who are employed to run it like the program director or manager and so on. And then the healthcare providers, we assume that in such a setting you have people who will be attending to your staff so they can advise on some of the things which might be risky, and the employee. And the employee has uh, a very important responsibility because they are the ones who are exposed on a daily basis because they do the work. So in summary, we can say that uh, the responsibility here for risk assessment is for everybody. Everybody is responsible. The management has responsibilities, and these are to recognize the hazards of each activity, assess the risk in each hazardous activity, and control these risks. So the management must ensure that any existing hazards and risks associated with the research activities are identified. The conditions and operations or research activities where changes might occur to create additional hazards are also identified. You might start doing some research along the way you may also change some of the things you are doing and that might uh, bring additional hazards so the management must also actively analyze each uh, the research work activities and the research site to anticipate they have to expect and prevent harmful or dangerous occurrences so this is a proactive uh, process you don't have to wait until the uh, things have gone wrong supervisors uh, these are people who are in charge of supervising the employees. They have to analyse work to identify potential hazards in workplace or area of responsibility. They have to maintain physical protection in their work areas and reinforce employment training through performance, feedback and enforcement of safe work practices. And that's on a daily routine. You have to do it all the time, every day you are involved in a, uh, in an activity. And As an individual, as an employee, or anybody else who is involved in the research, you have uh, your own responsibility. You have to assist in hazard recognition, contribute to risk, assess- uh, risk assessment, implement control measures, and avoid being de- negligent. Uh, because most of the uh, uh, most of the accidents which happen are because of uh, uh, negligent on the part of the person who is working. You also have to identify. Uh, uh, the hazards this is risk assessment process is a process identify the hazards identify those at risk if a to the risk and implement controls where necessary record your findings and review the assessment so the, those are the five steps which you have to follow hazard control to prevent and co- control hazards you have to use engineering controls those these are things like uh, fume hoods and so on biosafety cabinets and then there are administrative controls. Uh, administration may uh, place some um, requirements, some um, rules and regulations. Then personal protective equipment is very important. It has to be used all the time. Safe work pra- practices, they, it has to be. this has to be communicated to the staff through training. You have to train your staff. And positive reinforcement. So where they are doing right, you encourage them. And when, when they are not doing right, Right uh, things in the right way, then you advise them and you discuss and see what can be done. And you can also correct uh, unsafe performance, and you also have to implement strict enforcement on following occupational health and safety regulations. You also have to conduct health and safety uh, inspections at your workplace, and this should be regular. And it's important that uh, uh, you decide on how often you need to do it. You can do it every week or every month. And the idea here is to establish those uh, hazardous activities early enough so that you can take make corrective uh, uh, action. So you need to develop and use a user health and safety checklist. So if you have this, you go around and you can be able to be uh, taking and checking. Uh, what is right or what is wrong. You also need to establish a reliable system for employees to notify management about apparent hazardous situations without fear of appraisal. So if somebody reports that something is wrong, you have to ensure to assure them that they are not going to be victimised for reporting that so that they ha- can have your confidence and they can do it. And also you have to give the employees timely uh, and appropriate responses to their concerns and queries so if there is an issue about uh, uh, something which is not safe or, might, or that might endanger their health, you have to tell them what you are doing about it. If you don't do it, then this may lead to other problems. You also have to report uh, to ensure that uh, any accident or incident that, is happening, that happens at your workplace is reported and documented. An accident is something which actually happens. Let's say somebody was uh, taking a sample from a patient and they pierced themselves with the the needle, that's an accident. Or it can be a near miss. This is something which almost happened but it didn't happen. And it is important because these near misses are the ones which are going to, uh, to give you direction on what is likely to happen so you can be able to address them in time. So uh, once you have these uh, accidents, you identify their causes and means for prevention. And then you analyze any injuries that may happen at work so that you can identify any threats and also patterns. And then you are going to be able to implement preventive measures so that you are going to control future uh, incidents or accidents. And uh, you also need to have occupational health and safety training at work you have to address the occupational health and safety responsibilities of all the people who are involved in the study. You also need to incorporate uh, in, you need to incorporate it into other training and job performance. So make sure that uh, when you are training people on what to do, you also incru- in, uh, include the occupational health and safety training so that people can know it's part of their job, it's not a separate thing. And when you get new employees uh, who might join the study team, you have to uh, to give them orientation or induction. They must understand the hazards that may be exposed that they may be exposed to, how to prevent the, the any harm uh, to themselves and others from uh, hazard exposure. So orientation is important, and uh, and uh, this should should also be given to other visitors. There might be people who may come to uh, to visit your study site or your lab. You also need to tell them uh, uh, about this. And also, there might be other people who are just working to, re- to work in the lab to repair the equipment and so on. These are also included. So uh, you are responsible as a PI or the manager of all these, uh, to ensure all these are in place. In summary, we can say that uh, effective occupational health and safety programs, they are going to reduce work-related injuries and illnesses. They are going to improve motivation and productivity among the staff. They are going to reduce workers' compensation costs so that uh, if there are no injuries, then you are not going to pay uh, to compensate uh, for those. They include four key elements, and this is uh, management has have to have commitment, employee, employees have to be involved, workplace risk assessment has to be done, hazard prevention and control measures have to be in place, and health and safety training uh, programs have to be done throughout the study.